Greetings, beautiful ones. I am Ms. BJ Martin, and this is Snails with No Shells. Leave that shell at the door. You see, a lot of us are running around here living in our shells. Some of us are putting muscles on our shells. Some of us are putting makeup on our shells. On this platform, leave that shell at the door. Just be free, be comfortable to be who you are in your own skin. Let's be slugs for a little while. <laughs> Everyone is welcome to this show. There is no judgment on this platform. We keep it clean and we keep it cool. All right. Not because See you of later. Desperation, not just mental conversations, communication. Greetings, greetings, beautiful ones. I am Ms. BJ Martin, and this is Snails with No Shells. Leave that shell at the door. Be a slug for a little while. It's okay. All right, now let's get into it. I'd like to introduce my next guest, the beautiful, the amazing, the talented Tiffany Janae. Hey. Hi. <laughs> I gotta get one of those sound effect machines so I can have a chat. The, the crowd I know. Some <laughs> girls off like, oh. yeah, or that little stuff, right? <laughs> yes. All right. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Tiffany Janae. So you were born in Washington D.C. Yes, I was. I was born in D.C., raised in uh, Maryland, which anybody that is familiar with this area, part of the southern part of Maryland is like literally right next to D.C. So I was raised across the, the D.C. line in Maryland. Okay. Okay. And so what was it like growing up in D.C.? What was it like? Well, I mean, you're you're at the center of the access point of everything, you know, Um you know, go-go, you know, lively go-go scene, which is the music that is kind of birthed out here in uh, the D.C. area. So I grew up with um, that background there. I love music. I love to sing. So I grew up listening to a lot of music, grew up listen, uh, reading a lot of books, writing. And um, like I said, it's just, it's a city life, but a little bit of suburban because we live in, in Maryland. So um I just grew up, like I said, just kind of having access to culture, 24-7, mm -hmm. art, music, um, museums, being able to go to the Smithsonian Museum, Aerospace Museum, and stuff like that, being like literally right outside my door. So it was pretty fun. Okay. And so what did you want to be when you grew up? Um, I always wanted to be an entertainer when I grew up. I was just kind of... Um, and so at first I thought I was going to be a singer. Um, and at first uh, I was singing probably as early as the age of four. I remember my dad recorded me singing uh, Whitney Houston, The Greatest Love of All. That was probably the first time I ever recorded a song. So, <laughs> And my dad was a, a producer into music. He had worked with a couple of artists and he okay. used to write music as well. So I always thought I was going to do that. But um, writing poetry started first for me. So like journaling and writing poetry. Mm -hmm. um, I was about nine years old. And then from there, it just kind of took off. That's where I just decided that's what I want to do in my life. I want to write. 
Okay, so at not, uh, what were you journaling at nine? <laughs> I'm interested in quite a lot. What were you journaling at Everything. I don't know. Just just random stuff. Um, I grew up in a a single. What grew up with a single parent household. So my mom, um, you know, pretty much raised me. Um, my dad was always in the picture, but you know, we we lived with him um, at one point in time. But I've always kind of just lived with my mom um, when they separated. So um, I journaled about my feelings. I journaled about school. You know, just dumb stuff like you know, <laughs> not maybe liking this teacher or not liking this class at one point in time. So um, I was very smart. Like they they put me in a, a talented and gifted program okay. when I was um, very young. So I used to always have, um, you know, more challenging classes or I kind of always just, uh, I knew a lot of stuff. Just I soaked up everything that I learned. I had a lot of knowledge. So, you know, I was that one in the class that was raising their hand most of the time to answer the question. Mm -hmm. And I didn't care because if I knew the answer, I was like, I wasn't waiting around. Right. <laughs> was like some kids, they shy away. Like I don't want to be the only one answering questions. But for me, I wasn't. Um, I was I wasn't like that. I was quickly like raising my hand. Like, oh, oh, I know, I know uh, the yeah. answer. So, um, I think, like I said, for me, it was just kind of like the journal on my book just became like my friend okay. at that time, especially with going through a lot of different things and now feeling. Um, some emotions from my parents not being together, mm -hmm. um, feeling some emotions from being the eldest child. I am the oldest. Um, I have a sister, younger sibling. And so sometimes that can be tough, kind of being the oldest and, and yeah. kind of being a little bit more responsible and accountable for different things. So, you yeah, know, that's what I do. single parent home, you got you to gotta do some extra <laughs> things. Yeah. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hold it down. And, you know, you're always trying to make sure that, you know, because your mom is working a lot mm -hmm. or, you know, doing everything that she needs to do to take care of you. You try right. to make it easier on her, lighter load. So, you know, sometimes you just not got to get your feelings out. And so I wrote about those things. I might have wrote about a little boy I liked or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Only I could find my journal from nine years old. But um, I know I took right? writing a little more serious. I took writing a little bit more serious at probably around 13. Okay. And that's when I started to realize like I, I love making stories. You know, mm -hmm. I could come up with stories 24 7 at that point. And um, my imagination was just brain about. <laughs> okay. That's that's cool. That's that's I like that. So you're you're pretty much doing what you always imagined that you'll be doing. Yes, it took some time. I mean, my career, uh, professional career, kind of went into some different lanes. Um, I served in the military uh, right after high school. Oh, um, you did. I, went to, I did. I went to college for about half a, for a semester pretty much mm -hmm. uh, Morgan State University go Bears <laughs> but I decided that um you know I wanted to kind of do you know not leave that 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 financial mark on my mom and kind of put more pressure putting me through school I decided that I wanted to be more responsible for my education so okay. um, I joined the military obviously like everybody you know tuition and um you know 
having those benefits and being able to kind of take that next step yes. um, towards getting uh, getting that that getting that um, next level at that step up in your life, you know, building a foundation. So um, that's what I wanted to do. And so I went in and um, I took up human resource and um, that pretty much provided a foundation for kind of just dealing with uh, human resource administrative work. And so um, even though I'm an author, I still have a nine to five, you guys, you know, the author life, the self-published Right. author life you yes. know because sometimes you still have to have a nine to five um but i you know that that's where that kind of started with the human resources started allowing me to get into um like nonprofit membership coordination and some other things and so um it's just you know like i said but i always knew i wanted to write and so when i had the opportunity to um go into business for myself and start putting some stuff together for myself, I had um, started my business and decided to be a copywriter because I wanted to help businesses and entrepreneurs obviously get their their business branding, their marketing and everything together, all that good copy and that writing to engage your, your audience. Um, I wanted to get that together and um, use my creativity that I had from being an author into fiction and coming up with brands, uh, coming up with stories and kind of channel that into coming up with um, brand story, you know, your business brand story, making that first impression, so. Okay, this right, this right, ladies and gentlemen, she is a, a best-selling author. Uh, <laughs> as well, it says author, but she's a best-selling author. That's, you know. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> It didn't all fit. They wouldn't let me, StreamYard wouldn't let me put it all there. <laughs> I had 50 characters. I was like, um, this is going to be long. <laughs> yes. Okay. So what, what part of the military, what branch were you in? Um, I was in the army. The army. Probably not uh, what most people expect. Yeah. Um, so I went in 2006 and I came out in 2014. Um, I did active duty and reserve. So uh, active duty was a little shorter period of time than, than I went to the reserve. Um, I wound up um, having my first child uh, during that time after active duty. And I just decided that as a new mom and um, you know, just decided I wanted to kind of take a lighter load and not be on active duty, always having to deploy or be deployed and kind of being away from um, my support system and my home base, which is down here in Maryland where my family is. So, Okay. Okay. So, yeah, just, that's interesting. So did you have a, how was your experience in the military? I like to ask those questions about being in the military because I, I, I wanted to go. It definitely takes a lot of thick skin. Um, it, it takes a lot of thick skin mm -hmm. to get through some of the things. Um, I wish my experience could have been a little bit better. Mm -hmm. I say this to um, people that it, it really does truly um, depend on where you're going. Like your first duty station can, can make or break that situation. Mm -hmm. um, my first duty station was in upstate New York. So imagine coming from like here, DC area, going up to like Buffalo, New York, Watertown, New York, where mm. it's really nothing, and you're about 30 minutes from Canada. So mm, it's okay. really far. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, 
that's a little different. And then, you know, you're on a military base where you don't know anybody. Um, but like I said, I, I think also with where you go depends on what the culture is. And so, you know, their culture was like mountain. We like to run. We, we you know, in the cold, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Versus like if you mm-hmm. got your first duty station and you were down in a, like Fort Sam Houston, Texas or mm-hmm. like Miami or something like that. It might be a different atmosphere. And I can right. see um, just the differences in that, in that experience. So I will say that my experience was uh, just a different culture. Mm-hmm. I met some people that challenged me. I met some people that were not um, not positive, kind of mm-hmm. a little negative. And so that, you know, um, caused different situations for me. And so um, my takeaway, from, like I said, from it at the time was due to what's like my surroundings, I don't feel like it's a positive environment. And then, like I said, having that option after I, you know, um, got pregnant with my son, having mm-hmm. the option to go to the reserves, I chose to go to the reserves. So like I said, it just active duty can can be a different. And there is a difference between active duty and reserve sometimes because reserves, you do your two weekend. I mean, you do your uh, drill weekend once mm-hmm. a month. Once you do month. two weekends mm-hmm. out of the year, and that's all you have to deal with. Versus active duty, you're there every day. Wake up, PT, six a.m. Go to work by eight. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you're doing it like a regular job, but you're just there twenty four seven on the base. So. Okay. So do you think, because I, I have heard people going to the military, it makes them very, um, really, uh, really organized and disciplined. Do you, do you think that you've used those, that um, discipline in your life today, your day life today? Oh, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. I think I always kind of had a, a, little, a lot of discipline because I come from a military um family background like heavy military oh, so okay. um most of like my dad served my um my grandfather he served god rest his soul he just passed away um from us in july this past july but he okay. was a 28 year um command sergeant major 28 year veteran oh, retired wow. from the military and sergeant major so he is pretty much the person that i saw all of my life pretty much um, dedicate and serve his country and was proud to be a veteran anytime you asked him he wore the hats, he wore the shirts I mean he was a proud veteran all the time So, um, but yeah so I come from a, like I said uncles all of my uncles or even on my maternal and paternal side um, many uncles in different um, in different services so like, we have marines we have air force and we have um navy so okay like i said it's a heavy background so i think that also like i said seeing that in from the males i was the only female to ever even attempt to go um so that really surprised my grandfather like you want to go in the military and of course looking at me he's like you're the quiet one you know you're the one like he thought i was gonna literally probably come back home in tears and be like, I can't do this, but I stuck it out because, you know, he gave me some some sound advice before I went. Mm-hmm. And I knew that because I made that decision, I'm like, I can't I can't turn around and go back. I can't right. I can't let my grandfather do it. Like he 
he did it, I can do it. So um, that kind of gave me that spirit. But when I came back out, yeah, I had some some organization, definitely learned a lot of leadership skills, mm-hmm. being um, working and having to report at a certain time and be on time. So that definitely helped that situation when mm-hmm. it comes to life. You know, I tell my boys, um, I have a 13 year old, so I'm always preaching to them like, mm-hmm. you know, you got to be on time. You know, people respect you and give you a certain level of respect when you are on time, you're respectable. And um, if you live by your word, right? Yes. Because, and your actions, because like I said, it takes both. You can't just say what you're going to do, you have to actually do it. Right. So, right. Okay. That's interesting. Wow. That's interesting. That's why I love talking to y'all because I learned a lot of things <laughs> that I had no, you know, didn't know a thing about. Um, so let's, let's talk about your first publication. My first publication, my baby. Yes, this one right here. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, so my first publication, um, The Invitation to Journey Through a Conscious Mind, is a collection of poems um, that I published in July of 2017. Mm-hmm. And so um, this book. It just is, it was my words um, to introduce me into the world. It was like my coming out, you know, book of like, this is who Tiffany Janae is. And I hope you guys are ready for like the depth that is in here that, um, and what I wanted to portray, which was, um, you know, uh, whether you're searching for, self-identity whether you're looking for self-awareness whether you have questions about love whether you've gone through some some really bad relationships some Mm -hmm. kind of funny ones whether you've been cheated on i mean there's something in here for everybody in this book because at one point in time we were all young and we were all growing through those growing pains so Mm -hmm. okay well do you mind do you mind reading just a, a small um that you sure. Let's see. Yay. The invitation to a conscious mind. Yes, I gotta find one. Okay. So this one is um really short. So this one is as I lie here. My mind has always struggled finding a safe place. My heart never stops searching. My soul never stops yearning for an escape. My eyes demand focus. My hands itch for purpose. My feet never stop contemplating their direction. My mouth only speaks the truth, while my ears strain for the lies, yet it is my nose that lets me know how foul life can be. small but that's huge (laughs) i love it that's beautiful thank you yes you're welcome so what 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 inspired that what inspired that book like okay y'all need to get to know tiffany why 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 should why should we get to know tiffany what inspired that so why should you get to know me is because um so i i so my publishing imprint is honestly enticing reads 
And I just I decided on that name, and I really stand beside behind that. You know, I'm always saying her, the acronym her, because I am her. And her is, you know, anything I put my my heart, my soul in, anything that I create, is I'm trying to make it honestly enticing. But I'm also portraying the love, heart, and beauty of Black culture while I'm doing it as well. Mm -hmm. So I know there's a lot of books that out here that, you know, obviously entertain us. I want to be entertaining too, but you, you're not going to see me write, uh, a, you know, a book that's the steamy love story, borderline. I mean, that's just not me. I write romance, but it's not, it's not going to be that steamy, like, whoop, you know, like mm -hmm. borderline erotica or something like that. I can't write that. But um, what you can hear see from me and, and anything that I write is that I'm trying to inspire someone impact someone to move out of their current position or see a different perspective even while I'm trying to create these these characters or this storyline that in somewhere on one of these characters you might find yourself you might see yourself you might have been uh that that girl you might have been dealing with that type of guy you know what I mean or you could benefit from dealing with from that type of guy or so it's just a lot of different layers and um like i said my upcoming book um hell began at seven that is something that you know it's a topic that i feel like we don't talk about a lot oh we do but we don't do in a certain way and so you know like i said anything i put my my mind to i'm creating stories is to impact someone is mm -hmm. to inspire a conversation a dialogue or a discussion about maybe some some of those harder questions that we might need to focus on and so that's why i said it's the, about the love and the beauty in the heart of black culture because i think sometimes we don't we don't always get to see that we're always portrayed in, in a certain light and then it doesn't it doesn't always go over in the way that it could in order to further those um positive discussions okay Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. So uh, give us, explain to me uh, about the copyright um, part of. Yeah. Part so of I am a copywriter. My mm -hmm. little, my business is Own Your Mark Copywriting, OYM Copywriting. It should be down there on the banner, the website there. So I have two different websites. One, you can actually find everything that about me as an author, the books, um, how to purchase them, where I'm going to be doing any book signings or events. And then you have my copywriting website where if you would like to work with me um, and you have a business, you're an entrepreneur, you're an author, uh, or a wellness, wellness professional, niche specifically, I um, tailor my writing to them because these are two avenues or industries that one, I am in, so I know what it takes um, and I know what readers are looking for when we read those emails about someone, you know, trying to, to sell a book or to sell their story, right? So there's a certain formula as it comes to copywriting. And copywriting is not the same as writing a book. It is not creative writing. Um, there is a different science to it. There's a psychology behind it. There's a reason why you use certain things. Um, it's pretty much built upon keywords and 
phrases and stuff like that that is going to be built on your website built into your landing page or your emails and those emails are you know i could say you're trying to get people to look at that headline and open that email and take action when it comes to your website you're trying to get that website ranked on google so that it creates organic traffic coming from a search engine and so like i said there are different things that you need to do or must do in order for that to happen Hmm, that's interesting. That is interesting. That's good. That's some good information because we do think we write a book, we throw it up on Amazon or whatever, and it's just gonna do what it do. It's gonna yeah, say right? no, no. It's gonna just we're gonna be you know, and and it doesn't turn out that way. And trust me, I've been there back in 2017. If you if I if I knew what I knew when I did this book, right? As far as book marketing, if I if I really like knew all the things back then, then when I launched this, it probably would have took off a little bit better, right? Mm-hmm. So when you when you learn when you learn better, you do better. Yeah. And so at once I started learning different things and and start seeing how different the writing had to be from what I creatively do in this book versus when I'm trying to get someone to buy it, then you know, like I said, it's, it's a totally different thing. And so um, I always knew I wanted to be a writer. I wanted to do journalism first and, um, you know, be an author of my own work. But copywriting kind of wasn't um, something that I didn't know that I would actually be good at until I started creating my own websites. Like every website that I have, mm-hmm. I've built on my own. All the mm-hmm. writing that you see on my personal websites is from me i didn't hire someone else i sat there and i said you know what i'm going to create myself a website and i did it and then emails i just decided you know what let me learn what it is to create this email or um there's a formula even for blog for blog writing of what how your blog is supposed to be laid out and so different things and so like i said a lot of this stuff i was self i'm self-taught and I just, like I said, did that through um, YouTube videos, any type of coaching, any type of courses I could get my hands on. Now, mm-hmm. I have a bachelor's degree in business administration and a minor in marketing. So when I went back to school for marketing, then, then that's why I was actually professionally taught. But like I said, I'm professionally taught how to market, how to sell, and do a little bit of the writing. So once I tapped into the two, what I naturally love to do and what I was taught to do, then they kind of like, they, they married each other. That's the thing that you get from working for me because you get not just a copywriter that's kind of trying to create stuffy words or boring words that nobody really cares about, but I'm actually reading your stuff as a user, as a consumer, and I'm being very honest and right. saying like, I wouldn't buy that. Well, I wouldn't take action from that. So something's still not here something's missing wow that's great i mean you have a wealth of information my goodness well i know my my next book i need to know who i need to i know who i'm calling (laughs) y'all i hope so so. let go like i said you guys' books are my babies so as well when you become a client i like i said your book is my baby and i'm trying to make sure that it has the best 
the best launch. And like I said, part of that significantly is the writing, the writing in your launch, the writing of your courses launch, you know, anything that you're trying to launch, there's emails, there's a landing page, there's a sales page, a media kit, press release, something that you have to write to make that announcement or to get someone to take action. And that's what a copywriter does. They're, uh, we're about the words. Wow. Okay, now see, I heard about some type of giveaway. Are you still doing this giveaway? Or? So the giveaway um, technically should have expired yesterday. <laughs> oh, but, wow. Okay. Um, I did extend it because I did not get the um, interaction I'm looking for from everybody. And so it would not be fair to just obviously take a couple of people. So I am extending it. So it is still on. And awesome. I'm going to repost that. And um, if you go to my page, uh, Facebook and Instagram at literally Tiffany. I can actually go ahead and put it in the comments. Um, or Miss BJ can put it in here. But it, um, if you go there, then you'll see the post for the giveaway. And so what you do is like that post, uh, follow that page and tag three friends. And that's it. You don't have to make the friends buy anything. You don't have to pull their arm. I know like they don't have to purchase anything. Just me showing that you tag them because that's how I'm going to get known by other people, by you. So like I said, as self-publishers, as self-published authors, indie authors, um, we rely on that one person to go tell all their friends like, oh yeah, I read this book. It was good. You should try it. Right. Because there's not a whole publishing company behind us running our ads 24 seven, um, it is us. So we appreciate reviews and word of mouth. Okay, awesome. The information is on the um, on your banner too going across. So um, okay, well, I'm trying to click some stuff here and see. Uh oh. <laughs> okay. Yep, there we go. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so Tiffany, you are amazing. You are amazing. And I really enjoyed this time that we spent together. I got to learn some stuff that I didn't know. So I, I know the viewers learned some stuff too. Um, so we appreciate that. I appreciate you for being a guest on my yes. show. On my show. Yes. I appreciate you having me. I, I like I said, I, I, love people that are doing great things like i said you having this podcast you're going to be doing some phenomenal things like i said if it, people don't know miss bj is also my uh my co-writer um we are both contributing writers in the owning magazine and so like i said we're both doing our things and like i said i love to come on and help um another sister out especially with everything that you're trying to do Yes, yes, it's definitely yes. a camaraderie and it's definitely like a big family. Absolutely. Family. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. And I, I'm okay. And if you guys like poetry, don't forget. Well, this announcement, I'm going to give it exclusive on her page because by the time this probably airs, um, we will probably be getting going live with our show. But um, open mic, I'm doing a virtual open mic starting February the 3rd, Thursday, February the 3rd. 
So if you are following me or if you're interested, please go to my Facebook, Instagram page so you can see that announcement of the actual time. But um, I will be going live, sharing more from this book, as well as some other poetry that is to be published. Awesome. That's going to be lit. So we're going to say lit. <laughs> BJ's going to come on. She's going to sing. Yeah, I, I yes, I, I will. <laughs> Look, I started to ask you. You said you sing. You gonna sing today? I ain't gonna make you sing today. But no, uh, I ain't gonna sing today. Y'all gotta come to the open mic for that. I do. I do have a song I prepared for that. Okay. Live. Well, Everybody in the world's gonna know. Author Tiffany Janae can sing when you come to the virtual open mic. That's that's that right. Well, y'all better come on. Y'all y'all better come on. She's doing so much and she's singing too. Hey. <laughs> total package <laughs> um before we go was there anything like one piece of advice you'd like to give someone to the audience um I, my piece of advice is don't think about it just do it um and when it comes and that comes to writing when i'm talking to the the aspiring writers um stop trying to come up with a thousand word count days and I talk about this in an article that I wrote for the Owning Magazine. Um, I gave five tips that I wanted to talk to authors about an author mindset. And one of those tips was stop trying to get to a thousand word count days. If you can only write 20 words that day, 20 words is something better than nothing. And so get those 20 words out. 20 becomes 40 one day, becomes 60 the next day. And when you just keep going and going and going you'll make up for those days where you had less because one day you might be so inspired that you end up having more so like i said just write just write just do it just right all right y'all harder just right <laughs> i love it i love it well thank you again Tiffany, for being on my podcast i appreciate podcast. you uh, i want to say thank you to the own it magazine Thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Yes. And thank you for taking the time to watch Snails with No Shells. And before we go, what I would like to say, my last words would be, remember, just like the sun, you are necessary. I love y'all. Bye.